Muli Wanji from BA. This is a Rorschach Malawi update from the 29th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Malawi has been grappling with the cholera outbreak which started in March. The first cases were reported in Nsanje and Machinga districts, but have since spread to all districts, affecting mainly 21 to 30-year-olds. President Chakwera declared it a public health emergency earlier this month, and the World Health Organization described this outbreak as the largest in Malawi in the past decade. Last week, statistics from the Ministry of Health said the cumulative cholera cases were over 15,000, close to 500 deaths, and about 10 patients being admitted daily to treatment centers nationwide. Kumbize Kandodo Chiponda, the Minister of Health, held a media briefing in Lilongwe on Thursday the 22nd. She said the country is ready to contain the cholera outbreak despite the recent surge in cases. However, people do not believe this and are blaming the government for neglecting the issue. This is because several health centers across the country have complained about not having enough resources to treat cholera patients. The Medical Journal of Malawi wrote an article on how the outbreak started. You can find the link to it in our show notes. Moving on, the Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services issued a warning that there would be heavy rains and thunderstorms from Sunday the 25th to the 1st of January. This would mainly affect the highlands and lakeshore areas. They said these rains had the potential to trigger flash floods in districts such as Salima, Notakota and Mzuzu. Their statement said the heavy rains are due to the influence of the intertropical convergence zone and the Congo air mass. Their announcement came a few days after heavy rains had cut off part of the Notakota-Salima M5 road. The damage happened on Thursday the 22nd due to heavy rains that had occurred the previous night. The road was maintained the same day, but was cut off again on Friday the 23rd, rendering it impassable. A motorist at the scene told a local media house that hundreds of motorists were left stranded. On Thursday the 22nd, Portia Kajanga, the spokesperson for the roads authority, told local media that the damaged section had been repaired by CR20, a Chinese contractor, but was not available for comment after the second incident. This isn't the first time the M5 has been cut off. It usually gets damaged during the rainy season. A lot of people attribute this to the poor quality of the road. While infrastructural damages induced by rain are quite popular, many locals are yet to become familiar with lightning-related deaths. On Friday the 23rd, the Department of Disaster Management Affairs, or DODMA, disclosed that the number of people who have died of lightning had risen to 28 from the 15 they recorded the previous week. Tipiliro Kamula, the spokesperson for DODMA, 
described the situation as worrisome and urged people to stay indoors when there is rain. The Ministry of Water and Sanitation has shot down Water Board's proposal to increase water tariffs. A few weeks ago, all the country's five water boards had asked to increase water tariffs, citing increases in chemicals, wages and operational costs. But on Thursday the 29th, Abida Siddiq, the Minister of Water and Sanitation, said that the hike could worsen the current cholera situation and said they would only consider it in March next year which is when they suspect the cholera outbreak will come down. While unconfirmed, on Wednesday the 28th, Welani Chilenga, the chairperson for the Parliamentary Committee on Natural Resources, told local media that the tariffs may go up by an average of 35%. On the flip side, locals will spend less money to make phone calls and send text messages. On Wednesday the 28th, the Malawi Communication Regulatory Authority, or MACRA, announced that it had revised the cost of voice calls and texts from January the 1st, 2023 to December the 31st, 2025. They said the proposed implementation follows the revision of the cost models and pricing frameworks for wholesale and retail telecommunication services. Currently, locals spend about 6 guacha, or 0.6 cents, per minute and about 21 guacha, or 2 cents, per text. By the end of the implementation in 2025, they will spend about 2 guacha, or 0.2 cents, per minute and 1 guacha, or 0.1 sent per text. Macra said they will reduce the rates gradually. On Friday the 23rd, people woke up to the news that the Achalume hitmaker, Walikris Waniengo, had died in a road accident the night before. He died in an accident in Zimbabwe while traveling to Lilongwe from South Africa, where he had gone to perform alongside the Zembani band for the launch of Lucius Banda's Love and Hate album. Reports said that Wally Chris boarded the Mad Tours bus on the night of Thursday the 21st. Unfortunately, it was hit by a truck around 3 a.m. Wally Chris died on the spot while the driver and two others sustained severe injuries. The incident happened just three days after Wally Chris had released a quieto song called Mbumu. On Wednesday the 28th, local media houses reported that the remains of Walikris would leave Zimbabwe on Thursday the 29th and arrive in the country on Friday the 30th. The media report said that the management of Mad Tours had to undergo several processes, hence the delay. Fellow musicians and locals have been posting condolence messages on social media. Many are heartbroken by his sudden death, especially because he had established himself as the first and only musician to rap in the Yao language. Another young musician, William Kachigamba, died on Sunday the 25th at Kamuzu Central Hospital due to cancer. 
In 2020, a fellow musician, Patience Namadingo, fundraised for Kachigamba's cancer treatment in Zambia. Unfortunately, Patricia, Kachigamba's sister, said that his condition did not improve until his death. Kachigamba lived with albinism and used his music to advocate for the safety of people living with this condition. The death of a 25-year-old university student also shocked a lot of locals. On Friday the 23rd, the family and friends of Dixon Lester took to social media to report that he had gone missing. They said he left the house saying he was going to the market but did not return. On Saturday the 24th, some women picking firewood found Lester unconscious near Dedza Mountain. He was taken to Dedza Hospital where he was confirmed dead. On Monday the 26th, Kasim Manda, the deputy publicist for Dedza Police, said that a post-mortem exam found that Lester had been poisoned. They suspect that he committed suicide after failing four of 12 modules and being withdrawn from the Malawi University of Business and Applied Sciences. He was a third-year student. Despite these terrible developments, some people, especially parents, had an outstanding Christmas. On Tuesday the 27th, the Ministry of Health reported that 1,400 babies were born on Christmas Day. They said about 600 were boys, while over 700 were girls. They also said Lilongwe attributed about 780 of these births, followed by Mangochi, which recorded about 100 births. Likoma Island was the only district with no births on the day. While these news roused laughter in many people, others were concerned about the country's rapidly rising population rate. They want the government to introduce child policies that control the country's birth rate. And to close this edition, many people applauded a Malawian company known as Kayondo Science and Technology for producing power banks. On Monday the 26th, local media revealed that Kayondo had officially started producing the power banks in Blantyre City. A lot of people are especially intrigued by this development because Kayondo is operated by a team of Malawian engineers who graduated from China. While a fairly new company, they already have three types of power banks that they have categorized as basic, standard and premium. And that's it for this week. The end of the year is a great time to think back and to think forward, something we are very focused on here at Rorschach. All these things we talk about each week, why did they happen and what consequences will they have? Thanks again for listening. May we all come together in 2023 in peace and in joy. Happy New Year! Pitani Buino! Thank you.